there, lovely. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours. Hi, this is Candice Lease, Wendy Rodwell on Neighbours. And you are listening to the award-winning... The best podcast in the entire world. For the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The award-giving neighborhood well done you i'm still not listening to it you know is it any good it is uh we we are a beacon of light of course it fucking isn't any good (laughs) i remember recording it and thinking that was awful so (laughs) So what is is it in case people want to delve into this and here is on something else yeah Yeah. so uh we guested last week on the coastal news podcast uh the number one podcast for home and away news uh and we helped give out an award for their second award show thank you if you're a new listener from that and you've you've heard us and go oh those guys sound funny imagine imagine <laughs> if someone's listened to our like award speech and gone i like those guys i wonder <laughs> i'd love to li- listen to another hour of them talk more shit <laughs> i'll be honest if that if that was you that and, and this isn't me being cocky or anything that was us at our worst that was absolute <laughs> shit it's generally a lot better than that no, I think that was very No, obvious. it fucking is. <laughs> I, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought then completely. So it's, you know what, part. you're right. I take it back. This is even worse. You, you, there was no train of thought. You were fucking stood on the platform and you walked into the wall. Get on the fucking train. <laughs> or at least get off the tracks. We're fucking coming through here. Come on. <laughs> Whereabouts in the in the episode... Are we? Because I'm not listening to the whole thing. I, I, I couldn't listen to that video he sent. He sent us the video with I cannot bring myself to listen to it. I I still there's this like a bit of a side note, just because we're on the side of any new listeners we might have right now. I still think you need to change the like the pre-recorded intro and outro of the show. Cause fucking hell. We've like that that conversation you had with Mark Rafferty a couple of episodes ago got to the end. The intro was deaf. The the outro was playing for too long, by the way. The music on like the bed, and then right at the end we've had a bit of a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly J.K.'s voice comes and he's speaking to us very softly. It's weird. It is weird. <laughs> no one's listening back to that anyway. As soon yeah, as no one's. Happens, see you later, motherfuckers. Everyone turns off. Yeah, everyone's like straight. Some people turn off when they say, Hi, welcome to you. <laughs> people turn off straight away. Hopefully not, though. Stick with us. How long are we going to do this for? About an hour. Stick with us for an hour. Tim might even last the whole time if his internet hangs on. Like, We'll be fine. This will be good. I don't know. You're on the train with us. Come on. I, I, that was a side note and I distracted. But yeah, whereabouts in this episode are we? So I can listen to it. Uh, about 20-something minutes in. All right. So We're in the middle point. Time, about the same time in our episode when we actually start talking about Neighbours. <laughs> Roundabouts, yeah. Let's go. No, let's come on. Neighbors straight. Do the socials, then let's talk about neighbors straight away. We've just watched five episodes, only five, none more, none less. Go for it. So socials at Watch Neighbor on all the socials if you want to follow us and you get all the the neighbors news. Um from twenty years ago. From twenty years ago, yeah. <laughs> Hot off the press. It's took a long time to come over here. There's a bit been a bit of a delay. Uh we watch these episodes on Daily Motion. UK Neighbours fans forever is the channel. Uh, we're watching the 2002 playlist. 
right now. Uh, we watched episodes 4,021 to 4,025. And there's quite a fair amount that happened this week. Lots. There's, there's no real big storyline developments. There's just lots of little things kind of going on. It's, the train is chugging along quite nicely, if we're going to carry on with the train analogy that we started with no adam say no let's ditch no. the train analogy we didn't didn't start on a train analogy that that was just you falling over your own words again <laughs> <laughs> or going off track nice nice we're back. back in saved it saved it well done <laughs> this what this episode will be entitled the train the train <laughs> or maybe or, or maybe something like mangoes something fucking ridiculous <laughs> that makes no sense <laughs> <laughs> so I think the first storyline I want to talk about is Darth Valder. Play the jingle. Play the jingle. Do you like the Darth Valder jingle? Have you listened to it, Adam? Yeah, I have. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, spoiler alert, this is the last time you're going to hear it. Because Darth Darth Valder has fucked off by the end of these five episodes. This made no sense, right? I don't know if I zoned out or something here. Because at one point she she like she there's some funny stuff here, Tim, and I did enjoy it. So they're doing like this storyline with Valder and Harold and something going on, and then literally I looked again, and she backed, packed a bag and she was fucking off. You might be able to fill in some <laughs> gaps here. Start from the beginning though. Sorry, go on. Valder was funny with Harold this week. Go. Yeah. Well, Adam, you've successfully laid some tracks down there for me to, to carry oh, on. Right. No, no, you're done. You're done. Stop it. People are turning off. So remember when we said Rosie had a word with Valda to back off Harold? And and uh, she did back off. But it turns out that she's backed off because she thinks Harold is gay. Somehow she has misconstrued <laughs> Rosie's words to think he is gay. Uh, and she breaks this news to Carl who find this endlessly funny uh, and then relays that information to Harold as well. Everyone thinks this is fucking hilarious on the street because she tells yeah. like Carl and Lou finds out and everyone is cracking up over this. They think this is the funniest story since the last funny story on Neighbours. It's ridiculous. And what I liked about it was the, they've said a lot on Neighbours and some of it's been a bit risque and things like that. But for some reason, they're not allowed to say the word gay by by all accounts, because they never say the word gay. They say oh. batting for the other team, all sorts. Of, you might need to straighten him out, really? coming out, locked in the closet, but they never say gay. Yeah, lots of really bad euphemisms. Some that clang a little bit, if we're perfectly honest. Uh, he's the Rock Hudson type. Um, Rock Hudson being a very famous actor. He was a bit of a... Uh, per- perceived on screen as a ladies' man, uh, but he liked cock. He was gay. <laughs> he was gay. Yeah, we're allowed to say gay and cock. Apparently, we can say whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, is there any words you'd like to what say right now, <laughs> Um Am I allowed to say cunt? <laughs> yes, you are allowed to say cunt. Oh, oh I, I said cunt you... now as well. Oh, you oh no. Everyone's just turned off again. <laughs> As uh, Coastal News said, we are a little bit more explicit than they are. <laughs> <laughs> Theirs, I, I looked on their like um, podcast it, bio feed, whatever it is, and it says like they're not. What's the opposite of explicit? Safe or something? <laughs> Clean. I Clean. Think. I think Clean. Yeah, I knew that. The word shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boring. 
Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm joking. They do their thing. We do ours. Uh, yeah, we definitely come with a parental advisory sticker. Yeah. Don't get too close, otherwise you will get wet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like SeaWorld. <laughs> Cunt World. Oh, come on. <laughs> so Darth Valder thinks Harold's gay. Yeah. Uh, hilarious. And, and... Harold doesn't see anything wrong with like that. He, he says that a lot. He says, I don't... <laughs> he doesn't see anything wrong with it at all. That was just Harold, not these boobs. Um, <laughs> he doesn't see anything wrong. He keeps saying it um, because he doesn't see anything wrong with it, but he definitely is not gay. Yeah. Valder confirms it because... While she's in the coffee shop, somebody gets crumbs on their shoulder and Harold knocks them off. And they're like, oh, well, definitely gay then. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. confirmed. I liked it when he, when she comes in. I think it's when she comes in, Harold starts talking like this. He starts talking <laughs> like this for no reason. But it's just to show that gay people don't talk like this. Uh, then she's booked him tickets to go watch uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, which I didn't realise. I've never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's, but I didn't I remember the film. It. I didn't realise it was a kind of gay, iconic film. I think it's Audrey Hepburn and it's just very iconic in that sort nah. of sense. It is, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a gay story or anything. It's just because it's got Audrey Hepburn in it. It's quite a, yeah, a favourite of, though, of, of, of the gay. Yeah. So, uh, so there's only one way Harold can convince Valder that he's not gay. Tim, what is it? Shagging her. <laughs> well, it's not quite a shag. It's the Harold version. <laughs> It's the Harold version of a shag, which is just... Bumming her. <laughs> good old kiss up. It is a good old kiss up. He plants a very firm kiss on her. Uh, and she's... On her vagina. She's basically... Tim. Sw- Tim. <laughs> He's And she's swooning at this, basically. Like they used to do in the old films, they'd swoon. Um... Question. Did they have their eyes open or closed? <laughs> I didn't look. I did closed because only a fucking psycho would have them open. <laughs> uh, listen to the previous episode, kiss with your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> or a good old kiss up or kiss, kiss, bang, bang. We went through, we definitely went through a bit of a kiss phase at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong. It's on the next episode. We'll do a kiss special. I feel like we're we're very much involved in our cock trilogy at the moment. To be honest, <laughs> that's the name of the the podcast spin off we'll do when we're done with papers. <laughs> Just call ourselves the cock trilogy. <laughs> so, so the next morning, Valda is very, like I said, she's still swooning over this kiss, and she's very happy. Uh, Lou is thinks this is all very funny indeed. He's like, well. I had to kiss her because she thinks I'm gay. And Lou's like, ah, this is funny. And then he goes, wait a minute, but I live with you. What if they think I'm your gay lover? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, oh, it's so fuck. good. You watch it slowly dawn on his face. Yeah, it does. He's <laughs> proper loving it. He thinks it's brilliant. He's calling Harold like a dirty bastard and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> and then his face does just go, <laughs> yeah, it's really. And then he's on his own quest to prove that he's straight as well. Because previously he said, oh, now that you're gay, Harold, knowing Harold's fully not gay, he says, oh, you could go to that bar, Dukes. The people <laughs> who go there call it Dukies. He <laughs> saying all this to Harold. My friend Pete, 
Petey is always in there. So he says all that to Harold. Harold's like, whoa, hang on. And then he, he thinks, oh, people are going to think I'm gay. And then Harold goes, maybe you could go to Dukies with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly over there, pancakes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, lose Lou's attempt to be straight. Don't get off to a good start because he makes a cocktail for Valder at the pub on his next Top. shift. And he's like, oh, this is a bit girly. His cocktail has got umbrellas in it. And I think he described it as very lovely as well. So. <laughs> well, no, Val, and Val, he puts it in front of Valder and goes, and Valder says something like, oh, it's so colourful. And Lou goes, colourful? What do you mean colourful? <laughs> like that means gay now as well. Uh, and then while she's at the pub, she's like, oh, I've, oh, mate, I've got a fucking stamp collection, you know. And Lou's like, oh, right, I, I like stamps. And she's like, yeah, there's some really fucking rare ones in here. And he's like, oh, that one's very rare. It's worth about $500,000 or whatever. That well, is. He's, exagger- he's exaggerating <laughs> a little bit that. there, Tim. It was worth $4,000 and she actually had two of them. I adjusted for inflation. Uh, and then she's like, oh, fucking hell, really? Brilliant. I'll fucking sell them then, shall I? Because she's going, oh, it's like my great aunt's heirloom that she left me. I've just brought it to the pub to have a good old look at. Uh, have a good old stamp on. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, next thing she sold him. She got a buyer straight away. This is the next day as well. So she, this it's night time. She's at the pub showing these stamps to Lou, getting this fancy cocktail. The next day she come like she bumps into Lou again. She goes, "Oh, mate, I fucking sold those fucking stamps. I'm going on. I'm going." And she just fucks <laughs> off. Yeah, she's like on a world cruise, mate. On mace. a fucking world cruise. It's fucking out of nowhere. Are you, are you two like? Were you in a girl band at some point? Because I. You're, you're ringing bells here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she just fucks off. The dogs have gone fucking missing. Like, she's literally fucking off on a round-the-world cruise to wherever, Barbados or something. The dogs are not there anymore. I don't know what's happening to the dogs. I imagine they've been left with Harold, if I'm honest. I'm actually Maybe. not surprised if next episode he's just got two dogs that he's got to deal with now. But she's gone. Yeah. She doesn't get a farewell party or anything. She doesn't want to say goodbye to Harold because she thinks maybe one day they might end up shagging. She just says au revoir. And she's like, oh, we might end up shagging one day. And Harold is very, very clearly not up for that ever in the in, in the future at all. He okay. goes, yeah, have a great time. Like, And she's like, oh, no, we, we, I, re- I will miss you. And he's like, See you later. And he, he, he just get he's not arsed. He's just free of Val, Darth Valder at last. We all are. And we all are, yes. She is now gone. Which is a big relief because I did think she felt feel, I feel like she hung around a lot longer than she did, but it just it just felt a lot. She goes to see Lynn, like who is in like the reason she came in the first place for that wedding, and she goes, Oh, I'm fucking off on this world cruise, and Lynn's like nice one. <laughs> no one's bothered and she just fucks no. up you've spent no time with me since you got here uh, we need to get her on I think yeah I'll see if I can get her on see if she's still alive she might She might still be on the tour somewhere she can stop by she can, and what she could do is seeing as though she struggles to know to find out who's gay she could guess which one of us three is gay and just see what <laughs> she comes out with that <laughs> So yeah, that's Valder done with. I, I'm, I'm trying to get, do some sort of stuff. Why? You just put it after that's Valder done just, with. And I, to be honest, I wouldn't have got it because I was I was struggling. I can't remember what half, happened to Darth Vader now. I think he does good in the end. Oh, he does. He throws the Emperor off. 
He eats the emperor down that hole. He throws him off or wanks him off? Uh, I think wanks and then throws him off. Okay. Wow. Fair enough. He died happy. I think he gives him like a force wank. (laughs) (laughs) No, not even. I don't want any part of it. (laughs) There was something in in the gesture that he did as he said that. that... (laughs) Weirdo. That's literally the funniest thing he's ever said, and he knows it. <laughs> well, now this is what like this is it. Now look at it. Like we're not going to get anything out of him for ten minutes now, and this is going to be the clip that he I've plays just... on the fucking TikTok. <laughs> I've just ruined Star Wars for myself now because every time like he's going to be doing that, we're going. Nah, he's wanking someone off there, isn't he? <laughs> G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Doctor Darcy Tyler on Neighbours, and you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Though I'd like to know what awards they won. They didn't tell me. Go on, what's your uh, next storyline? Next, next storyline. Let's talk about Flick. Uh, Can't stand this bitch. Oh, she's she's really show. winding me up at the moment. She's grinding my beans. <laughs> I was going to say gears, but I think that's our family guy. And then I said beans because I know Tim likes coffee. <laughs> yes. Tim, when's your coffee podcast coming out? Um, I mean, I haven't got enough coffee yet. So, whenever... what involved him? What's the plan for this coffee? What's it called again? Grinds? No, it's coffee and books. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you're flicking and grinding. Flicking and flicking and grinding. <laughs> what? What is the plan? What? What are you going to talk about on this podcast? Whatever you want. I, I'm going to host it, but then I'm just going to get. I'm going to ask you guys questions about coffee. We could chat shit for about an hour and then talk about coffee for the last two minutes. Yeah, that'll do. I mean, I like an espresso. It's not a long coffee. You just yeah. have an espresso at the end. Sounds good. Sounds like you got it all. All sorted. I, it's, oh, I figured out. We basically hit record, chat shit for an hour, and go. Oh yeah, coffee. Thanks for listening, everyone. End of podcast. Yeah, that's uh, flicking and grinding. Question. Flicking and grinding coming soon to uh, the podcast. The JK oh, Empire of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I'll be the executive producer. And yeah. take all the money from it as well. I'm gonna get you yeah. on on um, audio. I was gonna say on camera, but me. Um, you you have promised on your socials, Instagram, all that the the Empire, the JK Empire, with all your different podcasts. Where are we at with them at the moment? And <laughs> um, you would say that the the gears are grinding, maybe on some of these podcasts. Wouldn't They're say not... that. That makes no sense. <laughs> uh, Is it percolating. Is it perfect? No, they're, just, they're still coming out of the station. There's a little bit of... Uh, He's gone back to the train, too. He's gone back to the train. They're, uh, they're, there's a couple of leaves on the track right now, so we're having to stay in the station while they clear the leaves off the track. But at some point... I did say just coming soon. How how soon is now, as the Smiths once said. Um, so there you go. Yeah, I just, I just, I know people are, are looking forward to it. That's all. That's what I, you know. I, they might want to ask you the question, but might might be a bit shy because of your, you know, gravitas. Um, but I will ask the question: When's the new I podcast am, coming? I am a pretty big deal, so I understand why people would be slightly intimidated to ask me those questions. But you two aren't, so you've asked me the questions that no one else feels comfortable asking. I sometimes ask, ask questions to people, but often get interrupted halfway through, so I don't get to finish them. But, uh, <laughs> it's what it is. What's is the podcast we want to talk about? You, not podcast, what storyline? We're talking about this podcast. It's Neighbours. Go on, flick. 
Flick, yeah. Uh, so she's living at Livy and Drew's old place because they built that set, so they might as well carry on using it. Question, how did she get this place? How can she afford it? Uh, yeah, that's true because Drew was holding down two jobs and still couldn't afford that place. But Flick has got a part-time waitress job at some sort of grease, greasy spoon cafe. And she's, yeah, she's paying the bill. She she does have no furniture, though, to be fair. Question. Um, as a as a spoon expert, what do you do if you do actually see an actual greasy spoon? You 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 have to get rid of it immediately. That that's like emergency protocol. You see a greasy spoon. There's code words and shit, shit is going down. Like we're discreet, you know. People people who are paying good money to be in the restaurant won't see it. But the greasy spoon, there's all sorts. What's, of what's the code word for greasy spoon? Um. <laughs> I imagine you couldn't say grease because if you say grease no, in a restaurant, like, people will be like, mangoes. Mango. <laughs> That's the name of this week's episode, right? I'm trying to say it and get it into everything so that it becomes the name. Well, of is it. that if there's a fire, you wouldn't say fire. You have to what say. Do you say if like, there's a fire. Uh, is it Mr. Sandman? Shut up. I think it is. Is it Actually, you have really? to say Sandman's in the building or something like that. Uh, but you're not allowed to say things like that. We, there used to be like, at the theatre that I was involved in some shit when I was little. Um, they had like a a fire drill. For... Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa! You don't you don't gloss over that, Tim. Not Tell really. us that I was... story, please. <laughs> I was just I was just there because my brother was involved with musical theatre. I was just hanging out. Um, you, you dancing on the stage like bears while he was playing the piano? What was? <laughs> No, sadly not. But one day. Question. Would your brother be interested in coming on this podcast as an actual fucking celebrity musician? I can ask. He ask he, watched, he watched Neighbours and he's six years older than me. So he's he's got... Like, he and he's infinitely funnier. A lot. <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> I don't even think it's a fair comparison because I'm just not funny at all. Whoa. It's not. It's not the same. It's not even the same thing. No, some people tune into this podcast, and we'll have new listener, new listeners, and old, and some will be tuning in for. But I, I can't even get through it. No, sorry, <laughs> do not. <laughs> no, some people love a bit of Tim, and I bet some of them were like, "Where is he? Not this, this Doctor Darcy. We want Tim." Some people will thought that. Yeah, so, I imagine at least one person who listened to that podcast. We've got listeners. Tell him because you were showing us when we were all together the other week. You were saying where we have listeners, and they're all over the fucking show. I was not aware of this. Yeah, we have. Got, we are a worldwide phenomenon. What are some of the countries? Go on. Oh, I don't know right off the top. Azerbaijan of was one of them, Tim. Azerbaijan was. Jamaica was one. Brazil was another. I reckon they quite a few of Brazil. Azerbaijan. I, I reckon they they can they don't really understand what I'm saying, but they like the sound of my voice. I bet that that's where my one fan is. <laughs> you are Tim's. Fan from Azerbaijan, give us a shout. You know, get on the Beatles. socials at Watch Neighbor and just say Tim's my favorite. <laughs> there's there's yeah. a T-shirt there, isn't there? <laughs> I want a Tim's my favorite T-shirt. Grace doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. We were talking about neighbors. Sorry, you were. We were talking about Flick. What a uh, bitch! I'm sick of her. Go on. Um, she's living at Libyan Drews. Don't yeah, ask she belongs it. She works in a fucking burger joint. It's bullshit. She's oh, go on, tell me what's happened. So Mark shows up at a new gaff. He's like, "Oh, you got a new gaff, have you? Nice, fantastic." 
Uh, yeah, and he lies. He lies to Flick about his fight with Stu because the trilogy of shit fights has concluded. And he says that Stu came out of nowhere and just attacked him. But that is not true. It was not an unprovoked attack. No, it was it was very much provoked. <clears throat> very much He was so. being a right bad. So Flick believes him and has a right vote to Stu uh, in the coffee shop in front of everyone. And Stu's like, fucking father, he, he can't believe he can't even get a word in edgeways. You know, he tried asking the question, but then just got interrupted straight away. Not you. Uh, which must have been really frustrating for him. Uh, but later on, what he does, he go, he shows up at Ergaf and just gives us some shit back. He's like, right, if you want to believe Mark, well, fuck you then. He does, he does, and I was glad because he says, you know what, that prick can have you. And I thought it was a good line because it's still Holly Valance, let's not forget this. And she has, oh, she has got the smokiest eyes I think I've ever seen in my life. She <laughs> is fucking brilliant. And she, <laughs> for some reason in these episodes, she's either wearing... Like a vest top or a towel. That's all they put her in in these episodes. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. But she's all right, bad. So I thought the fact that he stood up and went, you know what? Good luck to that prick. He can have you. And her face is mortified. Because if you tell a hot girl that, they do not like it. They do not like it one jot, Tim. Um, <laughs> so it's really nice to say I was proud of Stu for standing up. Unfortunately, though, some shit's going to hit the fan for him. Tell him what happened. Yes, well, I think I can't remember which one of you predicted this last week, but uh, said that he was going to sue. I said sue. I, I wasn't quite right, but yeah, but he is—he is getting him. He's pressed charges against him for assault. Uh, so Stu gets arrested in the street, and charges are pressed against him. Uh, Mark shows up that night to kind of celebrate, uh, buys wine, buys food, and you know what's going to happen next. And he stays he's... over, so we know what happened next. Yeah, and then yeah, he stays over, and he starts buying a, like a telly, um, sofas. He's pretty much planting his flag here, and and by flag I mean penis. And he's just moving in here. <laughs> so he's there the next morning. Joe Scully shows up because he's like, "Oh, I've got a spare bit of food for whatever stupid reason. I'm going to give it to Flick because <laughs> he's trying to make amends. In he's trying to come round, see if she's all right. Mark answers the door, cock out. Yeah, cock out. She's in a towel, just showered off. It's uh, not. It's not pretty, Tim. Yeah. So, and Joe puts him into. He knows. He's a man of the world. He knows. Uh, so he he, he sees the ump and fucks off. Uh, Flick tries to explain it's all innocent. Again, Joe knows. He fucking knows. And he says, "Well, do you know what? That guy Stu, who bailed you out and stood up for you when no one else did, and lost his job for you, and did all these great things for you, uh, he's getting charged." First of all, that wasn't really his fault. Uh, that's something that didn't actually happen. Uh, and Flick's like, oh, fuck you, Mark lied to me. So she goes to Mark and goes, right, I'm going to need you to do, if you want to shag me again, I need you to do one thing for me. And he's like, yeah, I'll do anything, do anything. And she's like, you need to drop the charges. And he's like, we don't know if he has yet, though, do we? No, that's kind of the cliffhanger that it gets left on. That's not a cliffhanger. If that's the ultimatum, he's immediately going to do it. Drop the charges and I'll drop the towel. It's not a problem, is it? <laughs> I think Mark is doing quite well now, though, because obviously we've given him a lot of shit on this podcast. Um, has been the worst of all time. Um, but he's actually quite good at being a little prick. Yeah, he's, his heel turn has done him very well indeed. Yeah, he has saved, he saved his run, really, hasn't it? He has saved his run. Uh, and it's more fun being a bad guy. Just ask, ask Mark Rafferty, Dr. Darcy Tyler. Or just listen to our podcast that we did with him and he'll tell you himself. Do you think, do you ever like 
Do you think you've you've ever been a bad guy? Oh yeah, definitely. a couple of times, yeah. <laughs> See, t- like out of the three of us, I think Tim is like your 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 uber face. He's the most. I think he's the most face. I don't know. I what do you think? No, I don't think so. <laughs> face means I mean, good he is guy now. He is now. He's a good guy now. Do you not think he was always like this? No, I think he had a bit of a... <laughs> Do you remember when Triple H was like uh, the blue blood? When he first came in, he had all the airs and graces. That was a little bit Tim when I first and met And you him. don't <laughs> think he's like that now? And then he went through his uh, kind of emo punk rock phase as well. So that was his like straight edge society phase. Yeah. Yeah. So what he, phase yeah. is he in now? Uh, just, uh, Should we ask Grace? Boring baby face. <laughs> I'm in my John Cena phase now. <laughs> if Tim wins, we riot. I agree with that. Yeah, well, I, the thing is, ironically, though, I might be wearing jorts for the wedding after I gave my measurement sizes wrong. <laughs> True. <laughs> I think you look the most baby face. I do, but that's how I get you. Yeah, that's pedo or no that. pedo. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, I'm. I think I like to think I'm a face now. Uh, but yeah, I was proper heel for a while. <laughs> proper heel, wow! I was a proper heel. Adam, what about yourself? Turn, let's turn the question back on yourself. I, I already, I already yeah. feel like Adam's. He's always a face, but he's that heel that everyone loves. I'll take that. That's that's. Probably the best. I'd be very happy with that. You were so proud saying that what's his name told Flick to go fuck herself when you say that to a hot woman. I could tell you were thinking, I've done that plenty of times. (laughs) (laughs) Not that not that I ever had a chance with. I just used to randomly go up to hot ones and go, (laughs) No. (laughs) You can't have me. Yeah, I choose to do that. That's what I mean. Dick move, but everyone would love it. People, yeah, people would enjoy that, I imagine. <laughs> I'm not a prick, honest. You're definitely tweener. You're in between. I think most of the time I am face, but if pushed, I will go the other way. You've got to go dark sometimes, don't you? Yeah. It needs to be done. Uh, do you want a calendar update, Tim? Always. Yeah. So, uh, Carl is very pleased with his pictures. <laughs> He's always. <laughs> he can't stop telling everybody about it because the pictures have come now and he cannot wait to show them either. It's so funny. He's he's, he's basically shown them to the entire coffee shop. This is like, like there's a table next to me going, do you want to see a picture of my cock? Somebody says it's the lighting that's made that look good and he's gone, no, it's the cock. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. He is very, very pleased with his pictures. He can't wait for them to be published. Um, at one point, I think he just wants to publish them himself. He just have his own calendar, just 12 months of Carl. That would be good, but we haven't got 12 months of Carl. We've got a few new takers, Tim. We said this last time, who's going to be next? And we have got some new people. Yeah, we've got Stu and Connor, who are working on the new building that's been built on the school. They're building a new gym or some shit. I can't remember what it is. Uh, so they're in the building attire and Lou's there taking the pictures away. And they've got, you know, big planks of wood, lots of tools and 
hacksaws and all that shit and other other builder stuff. Uh, but they're doing it, which is this is this is a bit oh, untoward, I think. Yeah, a little bit. They're doing it at the school, so there's all these teenage teenage girls watching these guys half naked. They are literally as well. They've got the tops off and everything, full on cock out, and all like one of the girls comes running into school and says, "Oh, I'm two fucking builders. They've got the cocks out." And then everyone fucking does one out of the school. Uh, so Susan hears this, uh, so she comes out to have a look, and then what? And then kind of remembers, goes, oh, shit, yeah, I'm the principal. I can't be upset doing this. Lou Caesar is like, right, fuck it. I'm up. That's a wrap, boys. I'm off. <laughs> Literally fucking runs off. Leaves Stu and Goddard on their own. <laughs> Just fucking scarpers over the fence and fucks off. It was pretty um, hard. Yeah, Joe Scully's... Then um, Susan complains to Joe Scully about it. Joe Scully's fuming. Lou proper tries to play it off like, oh, you know, it's just a classic Lou caper. And Joe's <laughs> like, no, you, you were half naked in front of all these young girls. And Susan's foot just fucking bollocked me for it. Why are they doing it there? And Lou's like, oh, yeah, but it's good fun, though. And Joe's like, no, it was not good fun. <laughs> but come on, I'm Lou. I'm lovable. No, 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 Lou, this was, this was not on me. <laughs> yeah. You're now on a register. Yeah. <laughs> and not the school register. <laughs> uh, and some of those girls, this is this will move quite nicely into the next storyline I want to talk about. Some of those girls are quite new to Erinsborough High. Um, we did have a little bit of a return of Bianca last week that we forgot to mention. She was in for just no reason. She just like chatting. Bianca's Michelle's friend. She just says hello, doing a little bit of a story with her about Connor or whatever it was. She like, and this seems to happen a lot. Michelle gets a friend and then she's never, and look, this is pretty much teenage girls. She's never friends with that girl again. And then a new friend comes in. So she's got a new friend this week, Tani. Yeah, well, she has potentially two new friends this week. So there's she Tani. Uh, Tani's that goes- same character though. Sorry, I was like, she gets a new friend who could be a bit of a troublemaker. This is, that's that's who Tani is. Tani's the new, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it. Tani's the new Caitlin Atkins. <laughs> a little bit. And she 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 lays it out straight away. She literally says, to, she figures out that Shell and Connor, she's like, oh, I quite like that Connor. I've just seen him with his cock out and look pretty good. And Shell's like, well, actually, he's with me. And she's like, oh, okay, well, all right, then fair enough. But then she figures out later that they're hiding it from Joe. Yeah. So she goes up to Shell and goes, right, I know you're hiding it from Joe. So I'm going to fuck him now. And there's nothing you can do about it. Proper go, she makes a play, doesn't she? He's quite a strong play as well. Yeah. She turns gets, up at his house. Yeah. Proper gets face to face with Shell and says, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fuck your boyfriend. And then <laughs> shows up at his house. And then Joe and Lynn are like, oh, it's one of Shell's mates. And Shell's not shagging Connor, so this will be fine to leave these two in the, alone in the house together. Yeah. Uh, and, and and I'm glad, because they, they drop, uh, plant a seed a little bit of a dance coming up. There's a dance coming, oh, and I love an Erinsborough High dance, because shit goes down at the dance usually. Yeah, it did. Remember last time all those pizzas got ordered? Fucking hell, that was good. That was crazy. <laughs> Do you remember the 40-hour foxtrot? Who the <laughs> fuck came up with that? <laughs> and then so last bad. time, Flick, Flick was shagging Joel at the last one as well, weren't you? At the formal, whatever it was. You're right. Yeah. Shit, love a shit dance. Goes, one's shit coming. goes down at the dance-up, so yeah, we've got that to look forward to. The dance-up. <laughs> shit goes down at the dance-up. He didn't even mean to say that, I'm so sure. <laughs> that's this week's episode title 
We've got another new guest. Who's the Who's the other new person? This is uh, exciting. So, it is. So Delta Goodrum shows up. Delta Goodrum, like, whatever. I don't. I don't know what her actual name is. Nina Tucker. Oh, okay. Well, the character's name is Nina Tucker. She's Delta Goodrum. Um, she shows up and goes, "Hi, Mrs. Kennedy. I'm new here. Can you show me the way? Uh, I'm Delta Goodrum, by the way." <laughs> it's It's really good because she's so like. She's she looks so much older. Oh yeah. And better than everybody else in the school. Like she's clearly twenty-five. She's she's older than Holly Valance, I think, at this stage. Yeah. She's she a, looks fucking brilliant though. She's about two she foot tall. She looks fucking brilliant. Yeah, she's about two foot taller than Shell. Um But this was weird. So she's in it and it's like, oh new girl, it's Delta Goodroom, and everyone's like, fuck me, it's Delta Goodroom. Um and then she goes going to China for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, it's really weird. She's come to this school and gone, I don't want to fucking be here. She's like, my parents are dead rich. They travel the world. I'm I'm starting here, but only for a couple of days. Then I'm fucking off for a month. And then I've got to come back for a bit. Yeah. Michelle then, says, do you want to be friends? And she, and she goes, China. <laughs> yeah, she she instantly wants nothing to do with any of the characters or this show. And then she's not in the next... She, it's not then that's not just chat she's not in the next two episodes she's yeah. fucked off yeah she's like listen i'm here because i want to be a singer and this is the best way for people to recognize my face i can confirm that in 2002 delta goodrum was 18 years old no Woo. yep Close. take it good <laughs> she was born in 1984 she's what's she doing now delta goodrum She's currently 37 years old, and she, I reckon, is probably going to be the next guest on our podcast. Is she married to someone from Westlife? She was for a bit, I think. Can we get her on? I think she'd be a fucking dynamite guest. No Tim, though. No Tim that week. (laughs) Let's be honest. It's a hot woman. No JK. (laughs) Just just you and her. I reckon that would do. I'd be all right with that. (laughs) I will tell her it's never going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I'll do I'll say you're never coming on our podcast <laughs> just just see it. me and Jonathan will talk to her and occasionally you just pipe in and just like can you stop looking at me it's never going to happen I will I, I feel like you're a bit misleading like in what you just said I feel like that was inappropriate I, I'm not I'm not interested just flattered flattered but no thank you <laughs> do not fly all the way over here do not come, <laughs> do not fly over to the UK and fall in love with me. Do not do it. <laughs> it's not going to end well for you. <clears throat> uh, so, but this this storyline is going to come to a head at some point uh, because later on, Joe's obviously knocking around the school because he's building the new gym or swimming pool or whatever. And uh, he still, you see Shell doing some lines with Boyd. Uh, I don't think we've really talked about Boyd. he's another one of the Highlands that shows up he's been moved up a year because he's so clever Uh, and he's reading some Romeo and Juliet I think with Shell and they're doing lines and Joel's like oh these two these two are getting on Uh, and he's okay with it he's like oh Boyd's an intelligent lad Uh, so he says to Shell he says I know what's going on you know and Shell earlier to Connor has gone we need to tell Joel about us two shagging and Connor's like no no he'll beat the fuck out of me <laughs> like, this can't happen. And she's like, no, no, he'll be fine about it if we catch him in the right mood. 
So she's in that. She's thinking about that. And then Joe Cumber goes, I know, you know. And he goes, the age difference is a bit cute, I think. But, you know, whatever, as long as you're happy. And she's like, oh, I like, oh, fucking brilliant. But of course, of course he means Boyd. I love one of these these mis, misdirection things, the, the misunderstanding, and they've got it wrong. And yeah. now, though, Joe has asked Boyd if he wants to come to tea, because he's all right with them as being friends. <laughs> um, so Boyd says, yeah, okay, I'll come for tea. So, but then Michelle also says to Connor, oh, Joe Scully, my dad, has asked if you are, we're going to have a nice tea. And, you know, he's all right with us shagging. So, <laughs> in the next five episodes, we're going to see Boyd turn up for tea, Connor turn up for tea. What's going to happen here? Yeah, so it's, it, it could all go very, very wrong, indeed. Um, Joe Scully's going to beat the shit out of one of those kids. Someone's getting fucked up here. Joe Scully is fucking... He, Joe Scully's been wanting to beat someone up for a while, to be honest, hasn't he? Ever since this whole Steph thing. He's I'm surprised he's not Lance Mark. Uh, but yeah, he he needs to be he needs to let it out really. So yeah, someone's getting this shit being out of him. Um, kind of hope it's Boyd, if I'm honest. He's little, a little a little ten year old kid. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, yeah. He's just a little bit smart, isn't he? He is a smart ass, but then Connor is an Irish paedophile. So what's worse? Good point. I can picture Joe just like bicycle kicking a ten ten year old kid in the face. <laughs> I think you do it. That'd be good. So yeah, we've got that to look forward. We've got lots of things to look forward to, uh, including me talking about Tad. That was a nice little segment there. I think. Uh, so Tad, he's been knocking around for a while. He's been having problems with his identity theft. This is very new. This is very in two thousand two. This is quite new. You know, identity theft just kind of a thing that's just kind of occurred really. Uh, so there's a girl called Doula who wants him to DJ at a brand new club she's setting up. Now, apparently they've had dealings in the past and she's been dodgy as fuck. She's put him out some money, I think, or not paid him or something. She, she's a bit of a dick. Yeah, so Tad's pretty... But he needs the money. But he does need the money because he needs to buy a new passport and all this shit. Uh, but we find out later, Doola breaks into Harold and replaces his passport with all the credit cards. That have been taken out. She in brings his game. passport back and all his shit. Yeah. So Tad's selling his bike to Steph or something. So he's like, "Oh yeah, my stuff. Oh yeah, all the all the details are at Harold. So we'll just go over there because I've still got a key, even though I live with Carl and Susan." Um, but yeah, we'll just go there, and all the stuff falls out. And Steph's like, "Oh, you need a better finance system, kid." And he's like, "This is all my shit that was missing. It's all fucking here now." And he's like, "What the fuck do I do?" So he gets Toadie, the lawyer. And uh, Toadie's no fucking help at all. He's just kind of like, yep, don't know what to do here. Uh, you could go to the police, but they won't fucking believe you. Uh, well, he kind of says, like, it's going to look like they're trying to frame you here because you've you've said you've lost all your shit, but you obviously haven't. Here it is. And you've racked up all these bills and you said somebody else had done it, but you've got all your shit back. They're not going to believe you. Um, so you're... But then he, he kind of makes it sound like he doesn't believe him either. Which I thought was a bit weird. Like you yeah, know he's... he hasn't done it, so why are you what are you worried about? He's not um, very helpful. No, but then Penny drops a little bit. Not that Penny. We'll get to that. And she does drop stuff. Yeah, she does. That's her gimmick at the moment. The dropper. <laughs> um, Tony goes. Hang on. This girl who you who fucked you over for a load of money a short while ago is suddenly 
back on the scene and being quite interested in your career in that, it's her dickhead. And Tad's like, oh, yeah, it could be. It is. It, it obviously is, because we've seen it. Uh, but Tad thinks, Tad's like, is it Valder? It could be Valder, you know. It could be it could be Harold. It could be Paul, even though he's not on the show anymore. Like, yeah. he, he just accuses everybody apart from the new person in his life. Uh, but yeah, so Tony does help him put that together. Uh, which I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think Tad is on his way out at this point. Uh, I think this could be his I do, only because I looked, at, I looked at the parentheses. Is that the right word, Tim? Yeah. I looked at the brackets on the next episode and it says Tad Reesley's neighbours. So. <laughs> Solid prediction then. Solid. Very next episode. Looking forward to it in the next five that we watch. He is gone. Fucking hell. I'm finding at the moment, just watching these five episodes, someone comes in and someone fucks off every five episodes. It is like a nightclub, isn't it? One in, one out at the moment. And yeah, there's a big, a big changeover happening, I think. Like your wife. I'm joking. There was no <laughs> need. That was just for a joke. That was just for a joke. <laughs> Such a tweener, Adam. I know. So <laughs> right, and we'll talk about the last two at the thing. same time. I heard. I'm joking. Go <laughs> on. <laughs> I'm out. That was just for shits and gigs. <laughs> that was that was last week's episode title. It was. It was. Uh, so yeah, we've we've saved him to last because he deserves it. Uh, even though it's kind of not really about. Dr. Darcy this week, if I'm perfectly honest. It's about... I've only got one more storyline. One more storyline to talk about, yeah. That's it. We've been going for a plus hour now. I've got two. You've got two? Go okay, well... Do you want to do Darcy last? Or do you want to do it now? Uh, we'll do it now. I've, start... I've started, so I'll finish. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Just because I've can't got stop one this more... Train. That... No. <laughs> I wanted to do one more because there was a new character who's probably only in for one episode, but he cracked me up by being an absolute knobhead. So oh, we... yeah, the pest man. Yeah, the... <laughs> Adam's so excited by this. It was, it was so ridiculous. Go on, Adam, tell us about the Pest Man then. We're doing the Pest Man now? We'll do the Pest Man. Okay, now. so you might have heard in the past we've been talking about Drew and Libby's house, which is obviously Lou's house, has had termites. They've been struggling for a while with these these termites. They finally, Lou sorted out the Pest Man to come in. He's really good, apparently, this Pest Man. But then the man comes, and it's not the Pest Man that they thought was coming. He's at a golf tournament, so he sent his son instead. He was just le- learning the ropes, but he is <laughs> a qualified pest man. So he's there, and he's an absolute dick. He's just chat shit constantly, calls baby Ben a girl. Like, for like it's really odd. Like, and then he, start, he starts just slagging off Drew and Libby's parenting skills, things like that. Um, so... He basically asked Libby's fucks off to work or something, or to school or something. He asked Drew to take Baby Ben outside. At this stage, Summer comes round. I can't remember why. She's hanging about, that little girl. Um, and while they're moving stuff to the car, the inadvertently locks out Summer and Drew outside the house and Ben inside the house while this pest man is going to spray the whole house with termite poison or something sorry Tim that was very convoluted and probably quite confusing um, I followed it he's a very odd man isn't he he's really odd really really odd 
very memorably odd. I don't, I don't know why they needed to, they didn't need to make this guy odd. No, they could have just he said, like, oh, he's a normal pest guy, yeah, because he's not Can like a pest guy on the podcast. Because I feel like he was possibly a guy who just showed up and was supposed to play it straight, but he was fucking weird. And he either he was weird or he wanted to become a character, maybe. So he just leaned into it. Uh, so Drew's absolutely shitting it at this stage. And then the pest man comes outside and he goes, tell me you haven't fucking sprayed all that fucking termite poison. And the pest man goes, yeah, fucking, I've, I've been fucking spraying it in there, yeah. <laughs> Ben's in there, fucking hell. Literally three seconds later. It, there was no time for any of the, anyone to get poisoned or anything. Um, luckily, Summer, you think, I know what you're thinking, Tim, this, this, this storyline's probably going to last a couple of episodes. This is scary stuff. No, clearly not. This is a five-minute job. Two, minute le- two minutes later, Summer's sneaked in through a bathroom window, got baby Ben, picked him up, brings him out, no problem, no harm, no foul. <laughs> Sorted it. It's in the same scene. They don't. He's even... literally all straight away. <laughs> Drew goes, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? Summer just goes through the window, gets him, comes out. He's pissing. Yeah, I thought she just ran off. I thought yeah, she no. just fucking legged it. She saved the day. But then they start saying, whoa, he might need some tests. We might need, he might be dead. He's, he's not. He's clearly fine, this baby. He wasn't in the same room as this poison or anything. He's perfectly fine. Right. And then they just wrap it up. As, as always, when, when something pointless and quick happens in Neighbours, there's a secret point. So are they now going to take the baby to have tests and they're going to oh. find something that... Which is brilliant. I'm glad you've said that because I thought, is this going to run, run a little bit? The next episode, Steph is pushing the pram. She's taking baby Ben out for a walk. Rosie walks past and she goes, whoa, that was a bit scary the other day. Is he all right? And Steph goes, yeah, he's been for the test. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. they, 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 they've, they've dealt with it it's gone what the fuck was the point then I don't know Michelle's got a gun <laughs> <laughs> maybe the gun gets brought out at dinner I would love it if it did now Joe goes right I'm going to fucking beat you out Connor because he's shagging you she's just put the gun on the table and... no, maybe not Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to go and shag me right now <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> or maybe go on, do you do- Oh go on, he's still going, go on, sorry, I was ready to go. go on. Maybe it turns into a bit of Russian roulette, who knows? Wait, the shagging or the gun? No, just the gun. No, that that'd be very, very wrong, Tim. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, quickly moving on from that. Uh yeah, of course. We put him on last because I did. He deserves it. But like I said, it's not necessarily about the ego this week. Are you, gonna st- are you still going to play the jingle? Of course I'm going to play the fucking jingle. This is definitely... Do you remember that episode of Ted Lasso where it's about Coach Beard instead? Yeah, fucking hated it. It ruined the whole show. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit shit. But this is pretty good because this is pretty much about Penny all this week. Uh, like I said, she likes to drop shit. She drops some more shit. Uh but Joe Scully's like, yeah, she drops all this shit, but she makes a fucking banging coffee and she's really fucking fit. So I, she's good in the yeah. Joe Scully book. Uh, Dee comes in and is like, yeah, you're shagging Darcy. I don't like you. I don't like this. Uh, fuck you. Which is There's a- one more storyline after this. I've just thought of it. And it's a fucking belter. Sorry. It is a fucking belter. Sorry, we're going long. We're going... <laughs> 
Sorry, Tim. Tim. Text Grace. Sorry, you're going to be another 40 minutes here, I'm afraid. <laughs> I might just fall asleep in a minute. It's fine. <laughs> well, it is nearly 8 p.m., Tim. So, yeah, oh. you probably, yeah, fall asleep. You must be fucking shattered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so these are a load of shit. Uh, so she's, you know, Penny's feeling a little bit insecure right now. Um, so she goes around to see Darcy for a shot to make things better. Uh, Literally, just middle of the day, he's working at the surgery. Across the road, cheer me up, get a shag in the middle of the surgery during the daytime. <laughs> While this is going on, this is excellent. This isn't even the extra part of the storyline. This is something else I've just remembered, Tim. Yes. D is starting to do fucking massage at the. She's got like a, a chance to do some massage at the sports therapy at the sports therapy massage at the surgery. So Penny's come around for a shag with Darcy, sneaks in, keeping it on the DL. Meanwhile, in Carl's room, D's track wants some practice and to show that she's a really good masseuse, masseur, masseuse. Don't know, prostitute doing some massage. Um, and Carl says, "Well, yeah, all right then." He gets on the table, cock out, obviously, and she she gives him the full massage. Pro, he's pro, he, he drops off to sleep. He's enjoying it so much, and she's only doing his feet, from what I can see. Mm-hmm. And it's not soliciting because she hasn't asked for money up front as well. So, so it's a little callback to our Patreon there. Uh, but he's so relaxed, he falls asleep, and he doesn't hear the commotion of Darcy absolutely nailing Penny in the other room. <laughs> uh, shit, the ceiling tiles falling down all sorts is going on it's a full on bang sesh but D hears it obviously because D's like I know, I know those sounds uh, so she she's been on them. the receiving end of those, those sounds she certainly has uh, so Penny scuttles off uh, D's like you're fucking unbelievable Darcy Darcy's like well to be honest you're just a bit of a jealous bitch aren't you and that's it so fuck <laughs> you get back to your shit massage I'm going to go clean up. Uh, I thought he was going to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Carl's in there with his cock out. What's going on here? <laughs> that would have been turnabout is fair play. Yeah. Uh, so Penny's feeling a little bit better about herself now after that. Uh, but she's still convinced she's going to get fired because Harold has said, oh, it's the end of your trials. End of your trial period at the end of this year. Two week trial, shit wage, trial period. <laughs> and she's like, fuck, I'm definitely getting fired here. Uh, so she gets Darcy to have a word with Harold. Uh, so Darcy pulls him outside, tries the usual Darcy charm. It doesn't work on Harold. Because Harold is not gay. He's okay with it, but he is not gay. He is not gay. Uh, so he kind of seemingly makes it worse. Like he's like, one. Well, Getting sick of fucking told who, who my staff should be, especially by you, dickhead. So I'll do what I fucking want. And then Libby comes in. And, and I was, and she was like, Yeah, she's good. You know, I like her. She's she's nice. She's friendly. She's good with the guests. Uh, and Harold just goes, Right, I'm fucking sick of this. Listen, I did hire her because she's fucking fit. But she's fucking shit. And I'm going to fire her if you fucking want to. And just as she Question. does that, she goes to. Go on. Go on. Yes, finish. No, policy. my question is, have you ever fired someone for being shit, even though they were fit? Or does being fit get you through? I feel like there's, there's a new segment here. There's a good opportunity. Because like the fact that shit and fit rhyme, I feel like we could do something with that. <laughs> uh, no, being fit doesn't give you immunity at all. You are full of shit is what you are. <laughs> 
it gets you it gets you in the door don't get me wrong it gets you a train ticket should we say but it doesn't guarantee you passage for the whole ride <laughs> oh, <dear God. laughs> I'm worried that when he says ride now, he means his own penis. <laughs> yeah, you're going to start calling it a train. Okay. Um, Good. It is a return ticket as well. Uh, so, you, just as Harold's doing this rant, Penny drops something, but she catches it, and the whole cafe are like, Yeah, Penny's the fucking best. I like that. She somehow catches it and the whole the whole place jumps up and is like, fucking yeah, Penny, Penny, Penny. <laughs> Harold gives her a hug, says, you know what? You've got another two weeks, bitch. She hugs him, drops the cup. Harold laughs. It's brilliant. Yeah. Freeze frame. And credits roll. Is so, yeah. our credits rolling? Or have we got one more thing to talk about? We've got one more thing to talk about. Which yes, I it. About. Put your phone away. Uh, yeah, it was, I'm again, this was very short, very weird, and I don't know what they were going for. Uh, I have no idea why this was in there, so. Yeah, me neither. I thought they were going to go somewhere really weird at one point, but so Carl and Susan are like, oh, should we get away from it? We've not been away for a while. Uh, plus, you know, fucking ate with Val, I remember that bitch. And she's like, yeah, let's all have a nice little weekend away. And Carl's like, brilliant, let's get a weekend away. Booked it, done. So they get a nice little weekend away. Uh, and he convinces Susan to go skinny dipping because he's like, we're on a weekend. Al is bored. He's, he's so bored. He's reading his papers about some sort of procedures. He's fucking bored. And he says, whoa, do you want to go skinny dipping? And Susan's like, no, no, I'm, I'm all right. I'm quite happy just having a relax and reading my book. And he, and he, he classic, he just goes, chicken. Straight away, <laughs> Susan's like, all right, let's go, let's go and get naked. Then. That easy. They even called back to when they went when they went skinny dipping last time though, and and when they were on that gypsy cart and ended up getting caught by those Japanese tourists. They mentioned that, which I thought was good. Doesn't stop them. They still run off down to the beach, which is just a just a short walk away, full on naked. They don't go down to the beach in their clothes and take their clothes off at the beach and like so the clothes are there. They leave their clothes at their Airbnb. And then fuck off to the beach, which might be fucking miles away. <laughs> Mental. Continue. It'd easily be a twenty-five minute walk. Um, but yeah. Meanwhile, while that is happening, uh, Dee wants a little nice weekend away. She's had a long shift. She had a long week at work. Uh, she had to deal with Darcy's shit and just everything. your microphone's going. Yeah, the, the sound's going weird. You both echoing a bit. I'll take it out. Uh, so, yeah, she's had a shit weekend. She's like, I want a nice weekend away. Toadie, you've got shit going on because you're a lawyer. Uh, let's let's have a nice weekend away. Oh, so they book an Airbnb as well. They've somehow managed to book the same same Airbnb as Carl and Susan. Don't know how that happens, but it has. Wouldn't happen. Wouldn't happen, no. But it has happened. So they show up and they're like, oh, for fuck's sake, someone's just left the fucking clothes here. I can't believe this. This is ridiculous. Carl and Susan come back. Bullet naked, okay. and then Dee and Tony are like, "Oh, great! So I've just we've just seen you both naked here. Uh, should we play some cards?" <laughs> they don't play cards. What do they play? What is the the game you play if you want to get people naked? Poker. Well, they play Twister. But then, okay. then you're already naked at the start, so they're like, "Put your clothes on and let's go play, play Twister." So they go play Twister, and they have a fucking great ball, and. 
Yeah, I don't know where they're going with this. I thought they were going to do some well, then, weird swinging at one point because they're very. I, it, didn't, it seemed very swingy. It <laughs> really did. But then what I thought was really strange was so they've got this weekend away. That's it. Yeah, they come back. There's no more stories about what these two couples are like on this holiday or more hijinks or what's going on on this weekend away. That's it. So they come back. Yeah. They've only been there 20 minutes. It makes no sense. It's so weird that this has been put in. Just It's just to get Carl and Susan naked, I think, for somebody. <laughs> Probably for Carl and Susan's benefit, I imagine. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very strange. They 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 they're slowly trying to make Tony and D a couple, and hint that they're you know they're basically a couple apart from the fact they're not shagging, uh, which would make them a married couple, I imagine. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so fucking weird. Like I said, lots of little stories like that this week. I enjoyed it this week, though. I thought there was there was lots of it, good things going on. I did enjoy it. Very fun this week. Uh, as is this podcast has been. It's been a very fun podcast, indeed. I hope all our old listeners have enjoyed it, but I also hope our new listeners have enjoyed it this week. And if you have, please leave us a comment and please come back again next week. That'd be good. Yeah, we'd absolutely love to have you. Like I said, we've got lots of things to look forward, Joe. Joey's going to smack a kid. <laughs> He's going to absolutely twat a kid. Darcy yeah. uh, will shag someone. Probably Penny. Where's he going to shag her next week? He's done the kitchen. He's done the hall. Where do you think the ne- Where do you think it is next week? Uh, In Ross. Oh, Tim. <laughs> uh, let's go outside. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> You're doing well then. Come on, we need to go and wrap well. it up. I was doing well. Uh, if you are outside right now, <laughs> shagging. Oh, no. Call it a day. Thank you, everybody. Um, that's been Tim. Right. Tim can say something if he wants. I have been Adam um, and JK, host of sorts. You've done another one. If you'd like early access to the extended versions of this podcast, don't forget you can subscribe to our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash neighbourhood rewatch for just £1 a month. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at watchneighbour. And you can also leave us a like and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts.